Hi, everyone, and welcome to Woo Woo Wednesdays here on the Kinetic Visionary Collective podcast. I'm so excited that you've joined us. Quick disclaimer, I am not a doctor, and I always recommend seeing your doctor before trying anything that could affect your body. Now that we have that out of the way, let's jump in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Woo Woo Wednesdays. I hope you're enjoying your day. For me, it is a lovely, calm, gray, rainy day. It's a great day to just sit by the window with some tea. So I've been enjoying that, and I hope you've been enjoying whatever day you have as well. Today, we're going to talk about Samhain and dump suppers. And that is because, as you know, the end of this week is Halloween. But actually, the 31st has a million names, really. Not a million. But it can be Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, The Witch's New Year, All Saints' Day, which is celebrated the next day. Or, as many modern witches and pagans would call it, Samhain. Uh, Samhain is Gaelic for summer's end. So typically this day marked the end of the harvest and the beginning of winter or the beginning of the darkest half of the year. And this is a time when the veil is especially thin. For those of you who don't know, the veil is referring to the boundary between the living and the spirit realms. So this day held a lot of importance to people And one very common thing that a lot of Celtic pagans did was light a community fire and that would purify the environment, also burn what they no longer needed. And it was also believed that the flames could keep wandering spirits away while also lighting the way home for ancestors and for kind spirits. People often left offerings during the fire and that was to keep spirits happy and also establish kind of a boundary and then it was also believed that by leaving offerings malevolent spirits would be discouraged from coming in and bringing bad luck to everybody as an extra precaution a lot of people would dress up as animals to intimidate fairies while walking door to door and they would offer songs for food. It was called mumming, but this is really the original form of trick-or-treating. And a lot of mummers believed that even the most clever, smart spirits would not be able to recognize you and follow you home when you were dressed like that. So that's kind of our origin of Halloween. And that's a little bit of a history about Samhain. And then after the community bonfire, People would go home and it was time to visit with ancestors. And that is when you would set the table for a dumb supper. Now, what I really like about a dumb supper is that it's a really good way for beginners to practice communicating with the other side. Really, really well-practiced people can pass through that veil pretty much anytime they want 
but the days leading up to and following Samhain, the veil is very, very delicate, very thin. So it's easier for people who are newer to this. And a dumb supper is a really great way to communicate with your ancestors if that's what you're looking to do. So a little bit about dumb supper. Basically, you would arrange a feast with your family and maybe, you know, some guests. And you put a white tablecloth and candles out. And then you would leave at least one seat open. Ideally more. You kind of want to keep in mind the more the merrier. But at least one seat should be kept open. And then at the start of the meal, you made toasts. And you spilled a little bit of wine onto the table as an offering. And that was kind of a way of inviting spirits to join you. And then everyone eats in silence. You can interpret a bunch of things as a message from the other side, maybe a gust of wind, a flicker from a candle, any bugs that land on the table, anything like that, you could consider a message from the other side. But during dinner, you just observed your surroundings and really focused on your experience. And then after dinner was over and the table is cleared, that is when you can all discuss your experiences. So that is one really simple way to get into communication with your ancestors and with the other side. Another thing that you can do is you can always try something like a pendulum. And it's if you know what a Ouija board is, it's almost like that, just a bit safer. And you can have a cloth lined out and it might say different things like yes, no, maybe rephrase, um, things like that. It depends the kind of cloth you get. And you hold the pendulum over the center. You keep your hand steady. You keep your elbow on something very still and steady. And you have to calibrate it first. If you're going to use this, you calibrate first. You ask really simple questions like, or, or not even ask questions, you just say things like, um, my name is blank. My front door color is blank. And you can ask questions and make statements where the answers are yes, where the answers are no. That helps you calibrate it. It helps you get more in touch with the pendulum itself and your cloth and helps you kind of see how to read it. And then from there, you can kind of set yourself up. Some people like to light candles. Some people, um, a really good practice actually is to take uh, something maybe like sage or um, what else? Um, what am I thinking of? Oh, okay, right. Yes. Yeah. So you can take sage and burn it. Um, you can kind of sweep the room. You can set music. Or the thing that I was thinking is you can take a selenite wand and trace a line around the room. And that kind of just helps seal your sacred space and block out any unwanted visitors. And then after that, you can begin asking questions, asking who's there, asking Questions that can be answered by the cloth and you'll see the pendulum start to swing in different ways and that's going to give you your answers. So that's a really good way to do it. The one thing I will say is 
If you're looking to get into this kind of communication, I would use one of these two practices and I would definitely start around now, but stay away from the Ouija boards. It's been fairly well documented and well understood that the Ouija board is not safe. Funny enough, I actually went to college in the town where it was invented and while a lot of people do use it as a game, um, the town that I was in was very haunted and so people use the Ouija board and a lot of people have really bad experiences and it's just very hard to monitor who comes in and out of your space using a Ouija board. So that is why it's considered a more dangerous form of communication. And really all of this, you have to be careful and you have to know how to clean your space and cleanse the area. But hosting a dumb supper is great because that really focuses on your ancestors. And using a pendulum, like I said, just cleanse your space, do a sweep, burn some kind of sage maybe, use a selenite wand to trace um, kind of where the, the floor meets the walls, just trace the area around really protect your space and do things like that and take some time afterwards to kind of wind down refocus your mind refocus your body and you can even clean after that and just make it very clear if somebody's not welcome to stay and when you are done with the conversation those are just a few safety tips for you because you do want to be careful since it is really hard to know exactly who you're talking to but with that said, these are some really cool practices. I will definitely be doing this around this time of year. I do practice this more frequently than just this time of year, but I'm by no means an expert, so this is a great time, and it's also just a really great time for me to catch up with some of my ancestors that I enjoy speaking with and that I miss very dearly. So yeah. I will definitely be enjoying this and I hope that you all have learned something today and that you will also be enjoying this weekend no matter what you do, whether you practice during Samhain or you celebrate Halloween or All Hallows Eve, whatever you call it, whatever you do, I hope that you have an amazing weekend filled with lots and lots of love and laughter. I know it's hard right now because we can't do the things we normally do. But surround yourself with love and positivity and stay safe and stay healthy. Okay? I love you guys and I will talk to you next week.